0: Oh man, uh, why? So, was how was that? Uh, how was that time twister? Well,
1: the second is one. The the, pret- the pretzels. I just feel like they're gonna come up in a minute. Or is this just you want a snack? I really, Don't <laughs> really worry about. Really. It. There's more. If like there's more to the pretzels, I don't. I know you're trying to do a thing right now, but the pretzels are really throwing <laughs> me. Because normally you give me so much shit for eating on this podcast, so the fact that you just pull out a big thing of pretzels right now is really fucking throwing me for the loop. That's
0: what I'm proving, audience. Uh-huh. Is not only is Ian gluten intolerant, he's also distraction intolerant. <laughs>
1: Yes, we've we've already agreed that I have ADHD for sure. If if more of my opponents just like started doing weird things with their hands during stack resolutions, I would get very much distracted.
0: <laughs> Listen, this is the key to beating Ian at the yeah. next event. If you want to dethrone mm-hmm. the champ, all mm-hmm. you do is just from under the bottom of the, the table pull out a, bo- oh, a, a bag of Schneider's family size pretzels and just start doing this. <laughs> uh i do think we need to uh address the sorcery in the room mm-hmm. and uh you want a second fucking time twister it, within a week yeah <laughs> uh you just increased crazy. your net worth by like <laughs> ten thousand dollars in the span of five days they're not worth uh, that
1: much but yeah i mean it's it's uh it feels pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, one of them has already been sold to the man of vault, which is a lovely store owned by a friend of the show, Adam. Uh, so that's pretty sick. Um, yeah. which, which it does feel good to not have that in my possession anymore. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it is a terrifying thing because they're like, we literally had security guards there at the, at the place, just like watching it. And Lou had to be like, hi, yeah, I'm his girlfriend. I'm watching it while he takes <laughs> pictures. He owns this now. <laughs> yeah and they were like oh okay so we're good <laughs> like we're, we're good to go <laughs> oh my goodness yeah um but it was well crazy now you're yeah. really part of the aristocracy Dude, um, i so like i legit people were like fucking with me all week being like us oh, going for number two a eh? and i was like yeah okay like sure like never gonna happen and then it like it was just happening uh and it got like it became closer and closer to reality and then i won my top 16 match and because kinnon has been like I just had such bad luck with in the top 16 lately, just like just mm-hmm. stuff that's like kind of out of my hands, you know? Um, and then we got to the top four and I was in first seat, which made me feel really good. And I just, I don't know. I felt more confident playing the deck than I ever have. The, the pivot points I think are like huge. Um, mm-hmm. I feel, I feel more in tune with the meta also than I ever have. Like kind of like, it's very clear, like what to do and how to beat it. Right. I right. think more than more than it has been in a minute. um, so that feels good. It does. Um Yeah. I'm very proud I of you. I it. I also um, doesn't help that I've been playing like good decks. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like decks that I well, been the, like That was good. that was the thing
0: that I thought was really funny is yeah. um like Sean from Woodland Deck House was just like, Look at yeah. Ian winning with what isn't the best deck, uh, in yeah. quotation marks. And uh I I just replied to it and I was like, I mean, to be fair. Literally a week ago, we both yeah. went on record saying we thought it was the best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's like it really does feel like, uh, it, 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 at least from from my experience as of right now, Kinnon and Blue farm are on just like kind of a whole nother level as far as mm-hmm. like that quality, which is not great. I don't like saying that. Um, it feels like there's like just like the minuscule amount of a step, and then you get to like, uh, the the other decks that are performing really well, like Satevitt, like all of those things, but like yeah. Now that I've done the two t- tournaments with them, just like the level of consistency in these lists is just like insane, yeah. really genuinely. Like <laughs> it's it's
0: very impressive. And I'm very uh happy that I get to ride off your coattails. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm very proud of you. Congratulations. You. Um so today we are putting on our bow ties.
1: Yes. Yes, I was. Neither uh, of us are wearing. I I was looking for one, um, but you know I still technically have a bunch of moving boxes from my old home, so I I can tell you where the bow tie is.
0: So I don't own a bow tie, but I was considering getting like one of my regular ties and just being like an ass asshole, asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just like
1: tying which, it into a bow tie shape.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and then Sam made that tweet last night, and I was like, oh well, never mind. This this is the. We're we're breaking out the bag of pretzels. Uh, no, wait, what was the tweet? the The tweet about the gluten
1: intolerance. Oh, oh, oh! The, the tweet about the gluten. I thought you meant like uh, something related to what we were you talking about? <laughs> okay, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Because Doctor Sue so- or Doctor Seuss, Doctor Who is uh, a a intellectual property of the uh, the BBC. Mm-hmm. I feel like we should just affect a British accent for the entire episode.
0: Well, you know I don't want to Appropriate their culture Yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> You know how British people are The most sensitive to appropriation
0: I'm pretty sure They're the appropriators If we're being honest yeah, that's, um, that's, that's why I Tea, said curry You know, those those all definitely didn't start anywhere else
1: Yeah Alright, um, oh, so we're going to be talking about Doctor Who And we <laughs> I had to get my one out. Yeah, I can't
0: even attempt one because I know it's going to just sound really bad. So it's just the closest I can get is Southern Accent, which is the closest you can get.
1: I think I I did hear a chuckle from Lua upstairs, so that one at least got her.
0: (laughs) There we go. Uh,
1: So Um, we've got some cards here to talk about today.
0: Um, The set overall was like um not so like the the one thing i will say about these two universes beyond like commander products is mm-hmm. both of them have been really strong for like commander broadly but mm-hmm. as far as cedh is concerned both of them have been pretty like fine yeah. you know what i mean I, I, like I think, nothing yeah
1: I don't think there's anything like fundamentally busted. I think there's like a lot of really interesting stuff. So like if you enjoy the IP that like you can definitely find, you know, ways to uh, play it in CEDH. I think um, we're even maybe missing a couple on this list right now, just as far as like um, outlet doctors, right? Like just doctors that somehow make infinite mana when you flicker them or dockside them or or all of that stuff. Well, Um, and
0: then there's like, I know... Neither of us see the appeal of it, but there are people that are really high on like the war doctor. I, um, yeah. that I, one I, I, not I'm not as into it. Either.
1: Me, I do not get why people like it so much. People have been talking about it. A I, I like know it. people
0: are talking about that because of the, the ability on the commander. I'm not as into it. Ian isn't as into it. So we're not talking about it. Um, yeah. There is one commander that uh, I did want to talk about before we got like too deep into mm-hmm. this. It's yeah. the one that I have in the sideboard here in our list. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically the pairing of Barbara White with the fourth doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those at home, Barbara White is a colorless and a white human advisor, legendary human advisor. That's a one three that has doctor's companion. So you can have two commanders. If the other is the doctor specifically, mm-hmm. this is an important thing before we get too far, for the doctors it yeah. can't be a changeling it has to be a specifically in the type line time lord right. doctor yeah. gotcha. um, mm-hmm. and changelings while they are all those things are not the doctor it's like an immutable thing that yeah the card it's like a commander has. right yeah like,
1: like, quality of it for sure it's for a sure. quality it's of the really thing yeah uh, I think it's
0: a little confusing. It's not super intuitive, in my opinion. I um, for
1: sure agree.
0: <laughs> I think they could have put very easily just put on the card. Is the doctor or like, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. But uh, I, regardless, uh, yeah. so Barbara White is a companion and has the ability. Sagas you control have read ahead. Uh, and then paired with the fourth Doctor, which costs two colorless, a green and a blue, uh, is a 4-4 four, four Time Lord Doctor. And it says you may look at the top card of your library at any time. And once each turn, you may play a Historic Land or cast a Historic Spell from the top of your library when you do create a food. And I specifically wanted to talk about this pairing because we have been talking about on the show for the last few weeks, uh, like this idea of green in like how you use land in green mm-hmm. and how to like maybe a lands type deck in CEDH uh and how to like view green with a different angle. And sure. one of the things that I saw about this originally was I was like, oh, this could make a really cool Loam deck. Uh, And specifically because of the fact that it makes Saga a free to the battle or Urza Saga a free to the battlefield tutor. So it makes Urza Saga really, really strong. Um, sense so, that
1: you skip your land drop, but yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you can do that, but you can also use like uh, crop rotation as a sure. one mana like instant speed tutor, which is really mm-hmm. cool um, for like. You know, a graph digger's cage or, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever piece you might need <laughs> in a certain situation. I was
1: going to give you a shit because it is a one. It mana is animal. a one mana piece. <laughs> <in the laughs> <market>. yeah, <laughs> but like
0: specifically for like an artifact yeah. or something like that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and so I think like I, I obviously it's a very rough idea. It's not like something that I think is going to shock the meta. But we were we've been talking about this mm-hmm. for a few weeks now. And, uh, when I saw this get spoiled, I was like, oh, that might be interesting. And, um, is something that, uh, I have not looked into yet, but I was kind of waiting for all the cards to get spoiled to see Mm -hmm. like what the best doctor pairing was. And I was kind of like, all right, the fourth doctor seems like it's the best just because you get the most like value out of it. Mm. Um, but, uh, overall i was just kind of like this seems compelling from the angle of like what we have been exploring on this podcast
1: with green right yeah um hmm it's really interesting i think the the green (coughs) cards that i'm seeing from the set uh are doing what i think is the best thing in green right now which is tutoring dockside (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so like there's several doctors and, and some companions here that you've, we put to the side that are like, oh, hey, look, these, these are dockside outlets, um, mm-hmm. which is, I think, the best thing to be doing in green right now. Unfortunately, just tutoring creatures is is it. Um, yeah. And that's it's, it's a weird thing to say too, right? like the color combination that like was very, very strong in the format for quite some time. Just now is just like, a, OK, if your colors have a busted creature, I guess green's worth your time. Maybe. Mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's also a good splash color. I, you know, I will say, like I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Like things like a broken mm-hmm. K, stuff like that, Eladomry's call, like those are those are good things to have that have green in them, but aren't necessarily green, right? Right.
0: The other thing that I I like about this doing green like this like pairing for Bant is yeah. that it does something in Bant that is different from what Bant usually does, mm-hmm. but. Also, doesn't push you away from what the colors do well, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, right. And I think that's like one of the the biggest struggles I've always had with when trying mm-hmm. to blur, brew band. Uh, I've talked about yeah. this before, where like Arden Thrasios is really hard because what it ends up being is that uh, green is your splash. You have to decide if green or mm-hmm. blue is your splash color, and right. that pulls you in two very different directions. Mm-hmm. um and whereas with this I look at this and I'm like oh I can see how each of the colors contribute to this strategy yeah. very mm-hmm. clearly um if that's an effective strategy I I don't really know yeah uh but it's it's something mm-hmm. that I wanted to bring up specifically because we've been talking about it yeah um, yeah yeah but I I do do agree with you on all of those points is that mm-hmm. green is uh, kind of in that weird spot of you know Tudor's dockside <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah um, I mean that's it right <laughs> yeah um yeah
0: you you should be g- glad to know that I did um not include the card that is going to be an Arden Silas, the new mm-hmm. equipment that uh whenever it like you equip it to a creature and uh, whatever that creature's name is, when it dies, you search for basically a copy of that. But what mm-hmm. you can do is now you can play the like name changing card, uh, or excuse uh, me, it changes the name of the 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 card that it attaches to. Uh, but then you can play—I forget what the blue card is called but basically yeah,
1: the, the higher was trying to make work a while ago. Yeah, yeah. But
0: you can, you can do that really well in Arden because Arden cheats some of that. Um,
1: yeah. That's interesting. I don't yeah, know. It's, I,
0: I, I don't know if it's like worth it's it, like but in my head,
1: in for one kind of fringe strategy. Like, Well,
0: my thought was, is that if you're doing that, it's just like additional wincon con access because it's taking up. It's yeah. just like, Two more like another copy of Thoracle, another copy of DC effectively. Yeah. Um, and so like I don't know that those are like again, I didn't really bring it up to be like a thing, let's talk deeply about. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. but it is a card that uh, I will be probably testing in. So looking at the commanders that we are talking about today, um, mm-hmm. that we are specifically putting on this list. Um let's start off uh with the very first one the the the, the cheapest of all of them.
1: So well, uh, yeah let's so we we talked about a little bit i just think like before we go into this the, the sure. fact that the the doctors com- like pair with companions right so right. in ineffectiveness it is like a very it, also super smart design i think it's uh, very well designed it's like partner but within this limited scope um right. sort of like the friends forever thing was too right i really enjoy this dynamic because it's not partner with right which is mm-hmm. very limiting um but it's not uh it's not just partner which just ruins everything <laughs> right so right. i think it's it's clever i like the way they did it i like that there's still that level of customization where you can be like oh well i have yes. rose tyler and the first doctor and it's like that what well, that never happened on the show right uh but you know time travel Uh, uh, and I think that's really cool. I just think it's like a really unique, uh, way to do it. I I just, I like the design, but all that being said for CEDH, that probably means that Cal and I are going to miss one of the, I don't know, hundreds of possible combinations (laughs) uh, of these things, which is a great thing to uh, go down to the comment section below and leave a comment on because, uh, you know, some of this stuff is really cool and we'd love to hear about it.
0: And while you're down there, go ahead and click subscribe and the like button. hmm.
1: Because it lets YouTube know that you both like and are willing to subscribe to this channel.
0: <laughs> and you want to see more of this content. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, but part, part of why uh, the way that we're, the way that I separated like Barbara White and mm-hmm. uh, the what was it? The fifth doctor or fourth yeah. doctor um, out was specifically, I was like, I wanted to talk about these within this combo. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas Mm -hmm. the rest of these, I think that you could, you know, come up with. with, Yeah, yeah, there's some variation that is uh, there. Um, So let's look at the first one here on our list, which is Mm -hmm. Adric, Mathematical Genius. I'm going to tell you right now, I know nothing about Doctor Who, really. Um, Mm -hmm. So all of this is just like, I know Daleks. I know. Yeah. Uh, I know. What's his face? The the guy who was uh, who, who the doctor that everybody really liked. Oh, David Tennant. Um, yeah, I know David Tennant, but barely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly, yeah. Um, that that is my knowledge of Doctor Who. I have I've watched yeah. a little bit, but I've obviously retained none of it. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I've watched Doctors 9, 10, and eleven. So that was that's yeah, yeah. And then I stopped. I watched a the, little bit of 12, but like it, it really, the, the Moffat takeover really lost me.
0: But. Yeah. I, I have always been kind of a fan of as far as like British sci-fi goes,
1: mm-hmm. a yep. fan
0: of this like really, it, it's not very big or well-known, but it's called Blake's seven and it's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm it was like an old TV show back in the day, but it eventually got rebooted into like an audio drama and it has like Patrick or uh, what is it? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is in it and like Uh all of these things. And it's just like, it's like a uh, commentary on fascism and rebellion and all of this stuff, but it's so good and Um, well-written. But it's like, you have to be, specifically really into science fiction and really Mm -hmm. into audio dramas to even know of its existence. Right. Um, right. Which tends, which, Hey, look, I am the Venn diagram of this. Right. Uh, Right. (laughs) But yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch was in uh, a few of those Mm -hmm. uh, like audio drama things that they Mm -hmm. did. And Mm -hmm. it's just, it's great. Um, But anyhow, let's look at Adric, mathematical genius. Uh, Adric is a human artificer that costs a uh, colorless and a blue and is a 1/1 with the two activated abilities. The first one costs two generic and a blue, you tap it and copy target activated or triggered ability you control. You may choose new targets for the copy. The second ability is a generic and a blue, you sacrifice Adric and counter target activated or triggered ability. This is I the one
1: that this one does not have tap for the second ability. Yeah, I love what that is. I, I think you can like use the first half and then do the second half too. yeah and <coughs> it can even
0: just come down and you can use the second half anyway right away. Right, it's right, right. just like it's so versatile. I really like it. Yeah. Um, this is the one that I think is probably the most like this combos like really fucking easy. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, like just off the top of my head like what are some of the or off the top of your head like what are some of the things that this could combo with
1: uh so for me like i mean the the pretty obvious one is like just double dioxide is like super sick um Mm -hmm. i think there's like i i I don't know the the stifle on the stick part for me was like kind of insane right because a lot of the doctors that i think are like pretty good um either a already have blue in the color identity but or be like they want to add blue right and there's there's Mm. one combination that i'm very excited about which is a doctor we'll talk about later called the fugitive doctor in this one um because that one's gruel and this is blue and i think that Mm. the teamer combo of the two of them is like pretty fucking hot i'm not gonna lie yeah uh and then just the yeah the stifle on the stick is is really awesome defensively and then i just think there's so many like easy ways to get incidental value um i know people are talking about this with sis I like the idea of this with to say, I don't know just because of how squishy it is like he's a little one one which is a little awkward in, in the Bowmasters um, meta that is a little awkward but I also love that he comes down early and turns on your swats and your guardianships and your mock right. numbers right like I think uh, unless I'm mistaken like you can play companions first right you don't need the doctor out yeah uh, so like having a, a two drop because i know people were talking about the dog K9, which i don't think is made our list um no it didn't. but like because it's a one drop that comes down and turns on like all of those things right and i think you know same the the thing we always say right like turns on those those cars and that, that ends up being pretty pretty sweet right um but yeah are there any uh, abilities you were thinking about particularly get kind of busted with this or i know it does like stuff with strionic resonator if i'm correct uh
0: like uh is it Strionic Resonator or is it? um, I can't remember what it is now. I know like those like Brago type combos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Strionic Resonator is the card. Yeah, 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 but it can do a lot of the like Brago esque combos. Uh, yeah. Because it does the like Strionic mm-hmm. Resonator doubling. Um, yeah. So I I I've thought about it in that regard. I think overall, as a companion, uh yeah. i would pretty like.
1: I think it also like creates some interesting scenarios. I think where you like, if it has if it doesn't have summoning sickness, I think it can turn like an ETB into a, a win con with Isochron scepter right. You know what I mean? Like, so if it's like ETB ping, you can be like, all right, I'm gonna copy that Isochron scepter on tab, but ping it. You know what I mean? Copy, copy, mm-hmm. copy, copy, forever. Which I think is kind of sick. Um, I don't know how often that'll come up, but <laughs> I guess that is
0: a scepter outlet. Yeah.
1: If you really, really, really <laughs> if squint at it, you yeah. squint
0: hard at it. Um, yeah, like you can do that stuff. Uh, I, I think the, the issue is, is it's like, what are the, uh, you know, activated or triggered abilities that you're really wanting to copy for three mana is kind mm-hmm. of my question. Yeah. Um, I do think the, like, you know it's kind of that question of would you play stronic resonator you know Mm. or that ability and Mm -hmm. i feel like most of the time we would say no but i do also think that we might change our opinion on that if it's in the command zone and also not the main commander right Mm -hmm. um so that's the thing like
1: i don't know there's there's definitely some room to like play stupid things right like like, seven mana Atali and stuff like that. Like, I don't think that's necessarily what you want to be doing with this deck, but, like, it is something you can do. I think, like, there's a sort of just this this sort of free nature of this card, which is why I like it. Like, I don't think it's, like, we're playing this not because it it itself is fundamentally busted. It's just, like, uh, if I want a backup commander, this is going to be that thing, right? Like, it's, like, you know, everyone's always, like, I wish Vile Smasher didn't just basically have flavor text this is what I think of when I think of what the secondary yeah. commander should look like. Right. It's, it's this, right.
0: Yeah. This is a really good, like commander that does a thing. Isn't like too broken. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like does an interesting thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But overall I'm like, I think it's fine. I, yeah. I think most of the companions, the only one I'm really excited about, honestly, is Barbara white. And I think that's just because I really like sagas. Um, yeah. But, uh, the next companion here on this list is mm-hmm. Martha Jones. It is a she is a human cleric that is a 3 2 that costs two generic and a blue, and mm-hmm. has two different abilities. One is when she enters the battlefield, you investigate, and the second is whenever you sacrifice a clue, Martha Jones and up
1: to one other target creature can't be blocked this turn. This Yeah, this is one of the only reasons I want to play the War Doctor ever. Is yeah. because he's- you then have a just guy infinite mana deck yeah um uh, but yeah i mean it's so that's the idea right the etb clone is like anytime you do a dockside combo or a combo that requires you bouncing creatures right right uh you suddenly then have martha there is like oh here's a clue here's a clue here's a clue here's a clue right and then you know boom infinite clues is uh yeah. infinite draws an infinite game right right
0: so, i also yeah. really like this as a 99 card potentially and like uh, potentially something like Tivit, where you make you give your clues like additional, um, you give your clues like some additional utility to where it kind right. of can make that Tivit math a little bit easier. It um, yeah. also, I don't know if it's like good enough to make the cut, but it's one of the things that I you know saw and was like, oh, that might be worth like trying out and seeing how it does. Hi, Lou's hand. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Uh but yeah, I I don't know that like I think it's good enough to make the cut, but it was one of those things that like piqued my interest, and I was like, oh, yeah. that
1: might be interesting. Um, yeah, someone was also talking to me about um Sir Ginger and Tivet this weekend, which I thought was really interesting because they basically okay. were like, yeah every, you, you basically every time you crack a clue, you're scrying, you, you turn the clues into thoraceos activations, right? right, And then it also puts counters on ginger, which is just like a clock. Which I thought was kind of interesting. It was. I'm not sure how I feel about it, but like, it was definitely a, a pitch to me in a very convincing way this weekend,
0: <laughs> where it made you think about it, right? Like, yeah, exactly, I, exactly. And I, I think the reason I like this specifically, though, is it's like, oh, and one other target creature can't be blocked. Oh, Tivit can't be yeah. blocked. Okay, cool. So now we're just it's we're just feeding the machine, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it feels like a thing that once you get that online, it's going to be really hard to deal with.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I just don't so like tivet being blocked. Is not normally an issue I deal with. It's well, yes, and
0: also I've had a lot of experiences where Trax is getting played a lot. Malcolm's getting played mm-hmm. a lot. Like a, a Crom is getting played a lot. Where it's yeah. sometimes you're just kind of like, and people are being smart and holding up their croms Um, mm-hmm. where you're just kind of like, I can't get anywhere. Um. So right. you kind of have to like, this is a thing where I see this as like a if this is something you expect to see, it right. might be worth considering. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, but also with the War Doctor, I think is a is an interesting companion. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like, what specific companion pairs you want to make with this one, but like, you know, whatever your favorite Doctor is, as long as it has red, you now have Doc combos. Right.
0: I mean, even um, the fugitive doctor with this
1: is like interesting, yeah. right? It it also um it also combos with dual caster ghostly flicker, which is kinda cool. 'Cause you um you put <laughs> ghostly flicker on the stack, you copy a dual caster, you copy the dual caster and you copy her, right? Right infinitely, and then you pivot to start floating infinite mana with the dual casters, right? Oh, and then you just draw your deck. Oh, that's that's sick. Yeah, yeah, right. I love that. <laughs> cool. Instant speed win, like not bad. <laughs> um or it just be draw your deck right, right i'll win mm-hmm.
2: uh
0: next card on our list is river song mm-hmm. it is a human time lord rogue that is a 2-2 that costs a generic a blue and a red and has two different abilities one you draw cards from the bottom of your library rather than the top
1: mm-hmm. and
0: whenever an opponent scries, surveils or searches their library put a plus one plus one counter on River Song then Song yep. deals damage to player equal to its power. Uh I really dislike this card. I understand from what I have been told that it's very flavorful. Um mm-hmm. I, yes, very I I I don't like the like dexterity like mm-hmm. thing to it where it's like it kind of adds like another layer of difficulty to playing the game uh right. but like other than that it's kind of interesting what do, What are your thoughts on it
1: yeah i think there's um yeah i didn't even think about the dexterity thing i think there's a way where you do it where you like pick it up slide it and then don't flip it until you're like no for a fact it's the bottom card you know what i mean right um but i um i like this card mm-hmm. Uh and it, so i am definitely partial to this because it combos with my one of my you know top favorite magic cards of all time times your navigator um it just <laughs> two card and infinite combo right? right um so but there's no no time stream you can pay for activate it put it in the bottom take an extra turn right so uh you don't necessarily win with that combo you make infinite turns um because you need some way to either like draw or like deal damage to your opponents i guess if river gets big enough you just beat the shit out of your opponents until right. they die um but it's uh it's just clean it's a nice clean two card is it combo right you can you can play your back to basics and your blood moons and all that thing and then it leaves like a lot of design space just kind of open um to be honest i haven't done enough research with cards that just say like bottom of library um and i think it's like i just feel like there's more to it i know there's obviously the cards that are like um yeah some like really interesting ones like the polymorph cards become really Mm -hmm. interesting in that circumstance because like uh first of all you can like just polymorph into your time stream navigator right Mm -hmm. but then um the staff which its name is not coming to me at the moment oh proteus staff. yeah Yeah. um that does not say to randomize the cards in the bottom of your library right so if you use that even if it's just like a value one until you flip over a creature you then get x amount of cards revealed right Right, and you get to then basically like doomsday stack the bottom of your deck for everything that was revealed right right which is pretty sick i think i think that there's like a lot of risk
0: do that with like dig through time right because like dig through time does that as well where it doesn't tell you to randomize it
1: uh yes there's a couple that do that i know um you know anticipate impulse uh it's just like a number of these cards that say like and then tuck to the bottom of your library. Which well, it also just sweet. makes like
0: scrying like really good.
1: Right. Like so. I think it just reverses scrying. What? It reverses scrying. Right. Because you have to like put the cards to the bottom as opposed to.
0: Right. But that's what I'm saying is so it's like you're <laughs> basically like looking at your bottom two cards and going, do I want to. So like, let's let's take a card like preordained. Right. So you mm-hmm. scry. Look at the top two cards of your library. Yeah. Um, Do I want then, to draw anything? And then, yeah. but you would draw from the bottom. So whatever one you want, you're you can put it down there. Or if you don't want either, you just leave them there and then you draw. That's what it um, does normally. It, it's basically the same thing, but it does make it so that, like, I guess it doesn't really change anything. It doesn't change anything.
1: Know. It just reverses where you put them.
0: <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> i thought i had found something interesting but i'm sorry i didn't uh, uh but then there's
1: like i know there's like conjurer's bobble which is like right. sack it put a one card from your graveyard into the boundary library draw card and like if you have a way to recur that then like you could take infinite turns by like putting a time warp there you know right. um i think there's like there's a lot of really cute weird stuff you can do um and then i i, I just i don't know i feel like there's there's stuff there that is pretty sick and i don't like have all of the math figured out you know what i mean um but even like expressive iteration which is like you put one in your hand one uh or is yeah you put one at the bottom of your library right yeah put one at the bottom of your library and then one in exile right so like that's like effectively just like okay make sure i control my top deck and then put two cards in my hand right Right. and like worst case scenario, you exile the one you don't want right um yeah i uh I, I don't know. There, there's, there's, there's something there. Is is kind of the idea, yeah. right? Like there is something there, and I think it's also just like on on the base level, there is a two card combo with it, and the rest of the deck keeps it nice and flexible. It's also just like it's a hate bear in the command zone, right? Like the right. amount of times, like because I think you put let me just double check the exact wording on on her, but yeah, you, you put a one on counter on her, then she deals damage that player equal to, equal to its power so the first person to search their library with her on the battlefield gets bolted right and it only goes up from there right like I- yeah interesting
0: um, uh card that can also go with uh this that's really good is it makes like mm-hmm. experimental augury and impulse like a lot better
1: that's what i'm saying yeah, yeah yeah yeah. right like you get to then stack the bottom of your deck right, right. um and then also i think there's There are cards that say, like, each player scries. Right. Right. It also makes
0: brainstorm not lock you. Yeah. Right. Because you're putting Mm -hmm. them on top of your library instead of the bottom. So you draw three. Okay. What are my worst two cards? I'm putting those here. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
1: It's like, it's like having brainstorm and the shuffle in one. Right. Right, It's like, it's it's a really interesting card. Right. right. Like, I, I, and then you can also play stuff
0: like, uh, this is also interesting (laughs) where, like, so I'm just looking at EDA Trek with like cards that yeah. people are playing with. it. It is like reality chip with this is really interesting because you can, you draw from the bottom, but then you have to play camp. off the top.
1: Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah.
0: That's actually really interesting. Uh, what else is in here? Oh, fucking, of course. Dockside extortionist is good. Thank you uh, for telling me what yeah. I already <laughs> know. Oh,
1: thank you so much.
0: Oh, wow. This is, this is shocking. I did not know this. Um. <laughs> you know it's stuff like that though uh that i think is interesting that actually yeah you had me like at first when i saw this card i was like this seems kind of meany but then now that we've talked about it i'm kind of like all right they, maybe this is better than i'm giving it credit for so yeah. like, it, it does make the like uh the like future site type cards
2: mm-hmm.
0: really good because they yeah. are then just actual factual card advantage right right um which i think is interesting mm-hmm.
1: yeah i think that's like it's actually pretty sick i think uh, so unfortunately it, it seems like all of the the effects that allow your opponents to scry are all may effects uh which is very sad like i really like the idea of like you playing a card it says your opponents have to scry and then like you deal three four and five damage but that's right. really not a thing which is a little sad <laughs>
0: This is where if Riverson had access to white, stuff like Path to Exile and Winds of Abandon would just be, like, broken. Because uh, yeah. you could just be like, I'm going to make you search. Uh, how many creatures well, this, did you have?
1: Four this Field of Ruin, which is... Uh, yeah, Field thing, of Ruin right? would do that.
0: So you can yeah. hit a problematic land and then you make
1: everybody search because it's not a... And that's three separate triggers, too. Right. Which is, like... And, oh, if you've never triggered her, that's three, four, and five damage.
0: And the other cool hurting. part about that is the fact that uh you will probably be the only person at the table playing basics. Yeah. So you're going to go up a land, you took somebody down a land, and then you dealt like at mo like three, four, five, so three, seven, twelve damage across mm-hmm. three people. Yeah. Like, that's god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. This is actually Gana pretty cool. compelling. Goddamn! It. Cool. it also makes stuff like uh, <laughs> Valica Awakening really interesting.
1: Uh, Valica Awakening—it's
0: the one I- where you put any number of cards oh. from the, your hand on the bottom of your library, and then you draw them yeah, yeah, cards draw one plus one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm just looking through here at like different things you can do with it. Wait,
1: doesn't that just lock you?
0: No, you would draw one. You it's instant speed draw one. It's like not yeah. that great, but you can like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is way more interesting than I wanted it to be. God damn it! How dare you? Hell yeah. Um, the the absolute gall. It also makes this is kind of interesting. It also makes like miracle cards kind of interesting. Um, does it? Well, so with the so you're presumably playing a lot of the like impulse experimental oh, sort of I, things. okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah, them yeah yeah and then you stack them on the bottom of your card it also makes stuff like yeah. sleight of hand really good right so uh
1: um, yeah sleight of hand is sick with this card I'm yeah like sleight of hand yeah, yeah,
0: actually nuts with this but uh like know, i'm looking yeah. through here at like what the people like what people are doing with it and there's a lot of miracle cards in here along with the uh you know you can put stuff wherever um type stuff and i was like oh that like at first was kind of like why is that good just like you were and then it like kind of clicked that oh okay that makes sense because you can stack your deck however you want and you know you can just place these on the bottom uh yeah so it makes like devastation tide a lot better it makes temporal mastery a lot better um Mm -hmm you know insert miracle card here so i I, you know what i actually think there's something here bonfire of the damned um
1: yeah (laughs) i heard you haven't oh there's also like there's also stuff you can do with Tel jalad stylists as well right Uh, which is just literally a one minute artifact that says put target permanent you own on the bottom of your library
0: yeah i i just saw that too yeah
1: yeah that's also like weird
0: interesting to fairy's puzzle box potential deck
1: yes uh, I, I that's, that's kind
0: of fun. fun
1: yeah right like this is like it's sick right there's a lot of weird stuff um i don't know like i i you know at the end of the day this could be nothing and just like a bad two card combo right but like I like the fact that there's multiple like components to the card right so there is the draw from the bottom stuff which has like certain levels of like things are busted things are weird you can try to change it up then there's also this like you can force your opponents to search um, and like stuff like that so like. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
2: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of
0: America and a member FDSE.
1: I think that part's pretty sick as well. You know, the cyber controller, G Willikers.
0: Yeah, it's a three three legendary artifact creature with the creature type Cyberman. I hate that. That's a creature type. So no, dumb. Cyberman. There's I fucking, fucking hate that. Uh, it costs X, uh, generic two blue and a black. It has an ETB ability that says when Cyber Controller enters the battlefield, each opponent mills X cards. Put all creature cards milled this way onto the battlefield face down, under your control. They are two two Cyberman artifact creatures, and it also has the static ability when uh, other artifact creatures you control get plus one plus one. Um so it's you know a cool way to build up like a little army of dudes Mm -hmm. and also is a lord um but this in like blue black is really interesting Mm -hmm. because you can do some kind of stupid stuff with this
1: i mean i just like it as like a it's it's one of the cheaper just like blue black infinite mana outlets that exist Mm -hmm. in these colors that aren't like I don't know. It's kind of the the downside is like if you cast it for a fair value and then don't have it in the command zone, like you don't mill all your opponents out, right? Which right, is a little, yeah. little stinky. But like, um, I don't know. It just seems like a really fun design. I like you know any, anytime there is a demir commander with the infinite mana outlet stapled onto it, it's just kind of like okay, it's the thing. It the this
0: is the new demir scepter deck yeah.
1: right yeah. it's
0: mm-hmm. ever i feel like we need to have a little bit on every show where it's like you know how we have like is this a Najila card? card yeah
1: yeah um
0: we need to have is this the new scepter outlet uh yeah i feel like every set there's a new commander where we're like i mean if it's, you it's if you Demir,
1: right like yeah the the outlets are just abundant
0: <laughs> like yeah it's it's always funny though because like i feel like every single set we we have this conversation of like Mm -hmm. look i mean it it's kind of a scepter outlet and when was the last time you put dramatic scepter in a deck
1: oh god i can't even remember yeah um the thing is i think it's like it's probably underplayed in adnose strategies um i would agree with that but that like I know there are people who are going to be like, ah, what are you talking about? And it's like, okay, but it's it's so clean post-Naz when you don't have Underworld Breach, like the ability mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, form colorless mana. I win the game is like mm-hmm. so easy. So easy. Yeah.
0: No, it's very good. And I think like, if you're going to like, if you're going to do like those Doomsday, like mm-hmm. I, I would play that before I would play Doomsday and the like yeah, Tim the yeah. Malcolm sort of thing. Is <laughs> right, right. But that's, <laughs> Whole other I could probably talk about underplayed cards for a whole episode. We probably start future future episode here. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> uh let's look at the next Cyberman. I really mm-hmm. just hate that this is a creature type. Um shod the lone Cyberman is a 3-3 mm-hmm. legendary artifact Cyberman creature that costs a generic blue, black, and red. And it says the first non legendary artifact spell you cast each turn has casual casualty two, which is that uh mechanic back from uh, what was it? Uh, streets of Nuke Penna. Mm-hmm. And the second, the other ability it has is whenever you sacrifice another creature, put a plus one plus one counter on a shod. So this can come in, you're able to cast, you know, whatever your mana crypts and such mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you you specifically requested this so yeah, i was, yeah. was curious what you were thinking with it
1: this is one of those cards that i to me it has a lot of the right text right mm-hmm. um, and i think we've talked about this on other set reviews i've been on where it's like i don't have an answer yet i think oswald fiddlebender was like the first one where this got brought up um where it's like it's not there or maybe mm-hmm. it is there and i don't know it but right. there is going to be things that break this card i think i think it, it has a lot of really solid text that can probably be channeled into an ability that's pretty strong um I also is, had, like, this, is this the kci deck is this the kci <laughs> i don't think this is the kci deck but as much <laughs> as i would love it for it to be i just think like it's got some strong text on it and uh i, I really don't have much more than that but i i, I think it is a card that there are people who I know this is going to scratch a certain itch for them as far as it's mm-hmm. is concerned, and I think it has potential to be a CEDH card because of that yeah,
0: this feels it kind of reminds me a little bit of like hello, but is right uh, right you know artifact, obviously so. for artifact spells, which mm-hmm. is in, interesting design
1: space. Um, yeah, I also think like just Grixis artifacts mid range stacks is like an underexplored. Archetypal. Well, we saw that
0: uh, somebody played that at, uh, what was it, at LotusCon over the weekend, mm-hmm. right? And somebody mm-hmm. played the, what was it, the... Uh, deck? Yeah, the Goro-Goro deck, and I saw them share it, and I was like, oh, this is actually really sweet. I like the yeah, idea yeah, yeah. behind this of, yeah. you know, uh, dealing, you know, you lock your opponents down, and then you have this thing that just, like, slowly puts pressure on everybody, right. or, you know, rapidly puts pressure, and they have to <laughs> just continuously deal yeah, with yeah. things. Oh, and you're also in blue. So you just have great like counter magic. You have the ability to defend to defend it. So, yeah, I I actually think that's an interesting strategy. Mm -hmm. Let's look at the face of bow. It is a generic or it's an alien advisor that costs zero or that is a zero four costs a generic blue, red and white and has the activated tap ability that says you may cast a spell with suspend from your hand. If you do pay its suspend cost rather than its mana cost, you can only uh, activate as a sorcery. So this is an interesting com- uh, card. It's an interesting <laughs> commander. Um, my first like, uh, like gut thought with this when I saw it, and you requested this card was well i mean how many good like suspend cards mm. on there and then i googled it and oh. i was like oh restore balance is great that's mm. awesome uh, mm. uh and then oh ancestral vision and uh mm. wheel of fate and uh suddenly this card got a lot more interesting yep, 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 uh, yep, yep so yep. <laughs> what are what are your thoughts on this uh as a potential just sky deck
1: yeah so like I mean, the the most obvious thing is like the cards that are going to be like very, very good in it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you can play uh,
0: balance, cheaper balance.
1: Yeah, that's I mean, that's the big one is like balance in the command zone with one tutor is like <clears throat> not bad. Right. Um, you also get to play cards like Lotus Bloom just as like kind of free if you're yep. like sort of running, you know, out of advantage. Um, there's. I don't know if you want to ever go enchantress but there's resurgent belief to get all your enchantments back Mm -hmm. i mean so let's let's talk about restore balance because for those who don't know it's uh each player chooses number of lands they control equal number of lands controlled by the player controls the fewest then sacrifices the rest players play sac or players sacrifice creatures and discard cards the same way okay so Mm -hmm. lands creatures and right there's a couple card types not mentioned there right so those those who are unfamiliar with bounce strategies in older formats, uh, the idea is you like dump your handful of artifacts, play your face of bow and you're like, oh, what am I going to do? And everyone's like, what does this deck do? And then you're like, OK, cool. Now that all my artifacts are the same, and I've dumped my hand um, and also this Rhystic Studies here, but that, that's not mentioned on this card, isn't it weird? Uh, and then you you play your restore balance and then suddenly everyone's like wait a minute but you dumped your hand a second ago why what are you doing stinker and you're like oh well you actually notice you really didn't play many lands this is just a lot of artifacts and you're like oh weird uh <laughs> there's oh, also man. You know,
0: i have one card in hand i guess we'll will have to do uh, go yeah, down to yeah. one card. <laughs> i'm gonna yeah, play correct. my land now uh <laughs> mm-hmm Good older yeah. store balance modern deck. That balance. was such a good deck, man. It was terrible, but it was great.
1: Yeah, uh, and then there's also like the 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 cloud post or whatever that the you yeah pay one you bounce a land for an artifact. You know what I'm talking about it's like a mana yeah, rock. Yeah. yeah, so like they they're basically these mana rocks that have an alternate casting cost uh, where you pay one and bounce a land instead of paying their normal cost, which is like normally like one and two of two colors. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's enough of these cards that is like, okay, I mean, restore balance is the big one, obviously, and you can definitely build a strategy around that. Um, and then, you know, if you're already sort of doing this, like no creatures, no lands kind of thing, you can play cards like wildfire and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then um, you get a wheel for two mana wheel of fate, uh, which doesn't suck, but it's not, you know, the best card in the entire world. But, um, you know, uh, the the restore balance thing is like the big thing and uh i think there are definitely people who are smart enough to brew around cards like that there's also the the crazy new one from the set that's um what is it here it's uh exile top three cards of your library you can play those until the end of turn and then put four time counters on each of those cards that has suspend so like if they have suspend you suspend them but if not you just get to draw three for one red and then there's also the draw three for one blue <laughs> you mm-hmm. know um right yeah there's also like deep sea Kraken which is just like a three man unblockable six six right <laughs> which I don't think is like the end all be all but you know yeah
0: it it it's interesting um I don't know that like I think the card that will probably people will see immediately uh I think that stuff like greater gargadon is a card that immediately jumps to mind um <clears throat> I think yeah. that you could potentially <clears throat> I have not blown this horn in a second so get ready. I mm-hmm. need to dust it off. Uh, but you can do some silly stuff with both rectors uh, in this deck yeah. too. Uh, and you're in you have a very... You can sacrifice too. To yeah sure so not. you have uh, stuff that you can um, you know sacrifice to greater Gargadon. Uh, mm-hmm. You have Glimpse of Tomorrow, where you can shuffle permanents, and like, uh, if you have some way of, well, I guess you can't really do anything like that, but you can really mess up some people's strategies with Glimpse of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inevitable Betrayal, just go take a card yeah, from their deck, go take the Reality Strobe.
1: I think is kind of cute, which is like, uh, you pay two and a blue, you bounce a permanent, and then it comes back in three turns, and you bounce another right. permanent. You know. Oh, actually, yeah. uh, Rufu and Clouds also does the same thing. Um, but I oh, it doesn't it doesn't re exile itself. But there's like yeah. a lot of key ones, you know? Um, there's also the one for one in a red where you add a red for each card and target opponent's hand until the end of the turn. You don't lose it as it steps and phases in. Just like, and then comes back at a different turn. Just like, sure, I'll get a free or two mana ritual that probably yeah. adds five, six, seven. Another Jessica's Will. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a lot of cool stuff
0: and like, Again, my first thought was, well, I mean, how many, how many things are there? And there is, especially with this new set, there's like a pretty decent amount of stuff that's like, all right, well, there's be, some yeah, reasonable great. there's some reasonable cards here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously,
1: yeah. like the, the main thing is you build around restore balance and then kind yeah. of go from there, right? Yeah. It is
0: a restore balance deck. I think that also probably doing something with at minimum, Academy Rector is reasonable just because you yeah. have that easy access to mm-hmm. uh what's what's the card? Um resurgent belief. So like yeah. I think that makes a reasonable
1: amount of sense. So mm-hmm. and there's um there's other cards that say like cards in your hand gain suspend. And I wonder if it's like that would allow you to then cast them for the bow cost. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know if that works, but I'd be um, interested to hear that.
0: Yeah. That's, I feel like it should, but I'm not sure. Again, uh, release notes would be able to answer that. Uh, I really like the way it interacts though with like Mox Tantalite, Lotus Bloom, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mox uh, or Soul Talisman, all yeah, those yeah. things. So like mm-hmm. makes those a lot better. Uh, really wish this mm-hmm. could be, have black in it though, because like, yeah, what a Nas
1: deck, right? Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what a Nas deck, <laughs> yeah, that would be sick. Yeah, yeah, my my
0: CMC is zero. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know we missed the yawgmoth's Moth's Will and we missed the Profane Tutor, and like, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: you kind of miss out on some of the really good, like, suspend cards yeah. when you're in Jeskai, but I think mm-hmm. it, it's obviously intentional,
1: yeah, um, I think. It's also like really interesting because, like, you get an extra wheel, right? So, like, you already have access to the most wheels and the best wheels in the colors right now of like right. wheel, windfall, um, wheel, uh, misfortune, and time twister, right? Mm-hmm. So then you get wheel of whatever fate, yeah. Um, and you know, the so smothering does, doesn't care if you restore balance, uh, you know narset doesn't care if you restore balance right like like these are starting to be some payoffs and uh, breach doesn't care if you restore balance either right so yeah i don't know it's kind of sick i i think it it might be a little more cute there's also a world where you like only play basics too right because if you're already Mm -hmm. like nuking a bunch of lands and you like you play a bunch of basic lands you play all these artifacts that make your mana and then you just you land hate the shit out of people yeah
0: (laughs) no i think that's absolutely like i think that this is not a breach deck i don't think it does any of that stuff it is a stacks deck it is a restore yeah, sure. balance deck yeah. and i honestly have been dying for a balance like honestly i wish balance was legal in this format yeah. so badly yeah uh, but if you can play the magus uh, too probably right you could probably just play the Magus. Like I, I, I know that the, uh, like Charles played it in Ow, mm-hmm. so yeah, like yeah. I, I think it's you, you could easily make an mm-hmm. argument for it here. For so, sure. Um, yeah, it seems uh, sick. I don't know. Let's brew. We should let's do a brew brewing brew. episode. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'll do it. Let's basic brew. The uh, the next card on our list is the Fifth Doctor. It is a two-two Time Lord Doctor. That costs two generic, a blue and a white, so it's part of my guild. It is the fifth doctor at the beginning of your end step. Put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control that didn't attack or entered the battlefield this turn. Untap those creatures. Mm -hmm. Um, This is interesting. Um, This is another one. You actually put a lot of the cards on here for this one. Uh, My list was like eight cards. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what are your thoughts with the fifth, fifth Doctor? What uh, what are you liking about this? I
1: don't know. It like it strikes me as like wilderness reclamation for creatures, right? Like, <laughs> our audio
0: listeners, I'm sorry for the uh, abrupt uh, audio quality dip, but uh, Miri just started rubbing her head on Ian's microphone.
1: <laughs> yeah, my little my little terrorist. <laughs> you're a hellion you're a hellion you have to know that <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> um. um but yeah <laughs> what i was trying to say was uh it's kind of like drum bellower in the command zone in a mm-hmm. sense right um which i just think is kind of interesting i think uh you know i i wish it said every turn right but that's okay i i think it's uh it, it's just open some interesting play pattern like you play a couple mana dorks i think you you want it particularly with a green um mm-hmm. a companion i think that's probably like the best way to play it and there's also a green companion that like does a bunch of nothing but also is just a mana dork and i mm-hmm. think that's like a perfect one two combination um right. and uh yeah, you sort of just have this like value like eh, i'm going to tap out for maybe a big thing on my turn and then untap and hold up interaction cool like sick you know it means that you can't like go to a seaborn and stuff and like attack everybody right but you can still do right. some crazy stuff and then also what's kind of funny is like if you get a Seedborn or a drum or on top of that, this triggers at your end step. So you can be like, okay, cool. I'm going to pump my mana into something. Uh, the Doctor is going to go off my stuff on taps and then I'm going to pump my mana into it. And then if I have like a drum or it'll be like, okay, cool. And then I'll untap on my next turn. Right. Too, right. So it's like, like a
0: really good Shalai deck.
1: Yeah. 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 Like yeah. a
0: really good Shalai deck. Yeah, um, for sure. Also <laughs> another deck that a uh, card that would be really good is... I can't think of the name of it, but Phoenix sends it to me like every now and again is it's that yeah. blue white commander that uh from uh New that, like,
1: counters like, one, that yeah, like the counters finished.
0: one. Yeah. Uh where I actually think that's like sort of interesting in this, but yeah. like yeah. you know, it, it, this feels yeah. like a you could do some sort of like counters yeah. company esque yeah. type
1: bullshit. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool with like Grishkar too, right? Like mm-hmm. that Cause then like all of your creatures are getting counters and then they can all tap for mana and shit like that. And it's like, right. Oh, okay. This is all, this is all stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cute. It's definitely like a, an engine style deck and it might be like too cute, but I think it's really cool. And it, it, it definitely, uh, I don't think it's been like anything like this really exists. I I don't think, yeah. the like in the command zone, I should say, you know,
0: that's um, kind of how I felt about like uh like this this feels like for you what Barbara White and the Fourth Doctor was for me yeah, yeah because yeah, it was yeah. very much my it's probably nothing but it, I feel like nothing else like that exists So, yeah, you know yeah. um no that's really interesting I think that is they, they're doing some interesting stuff with Bant that I'm really mm-hmm. into yeah, um, yeah yeah where it feels like it's kind of not what it has always been, which is mm-hmm. very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um speaking of more bant, the third doctor is a 2-2 time lord doctor that costs two generic, a green and a blue, has trample, and the third doctor gets plus one plus one for each non-creature token you control. And when the third doctor enters the battlefield, create your choice of a clue token, food token, or a
1: treasure token. It's um, an infinite mana outlet <laughs> what i really like about this one yeah apart from the ability i can sing that song um is that it works really interestingly with food chain yeah where you can go through the loop right make infinite creature mana right and then
0: you can filter it back into and then you can
1: filter it right yeah. into infinite mana of any type yeah and then filter it into infinite draws that's hot Right? It's really that's weird. Really um, hot. And then I no, it's not it was
0: weird. weird, it's amazing, actually. <laughs> like that's yeah. actually the most compelling argument I've seen for a food chain.
1: Yeah. In, you know, it's, in a while. It's, like, it's like Sultai, I think, is like the best food chain variant of it, but you can also yeah. play like a Dockside variant. Um and I think actually you could still play the teamer variant for sure and mm-hmm. play food chain in it. Um Especially because like you get all the consistent access to creature tutors, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and once again, you get all the dockside combos. Um and then yeah, there's there's like some just like some shenanigans you can do, but like the the food chain outlet part I thought it was like kind of sweet. The,
0: the so not only is it a food this is like a food chain outlet and then some.
1: So what you do yeah. is you
0: make infinite food chain mana, then you yeah. filter that into treasure mana, mm-hmm. and then you uh, as you're doing all of this, you're also making clues. So then mm-hmm. you could literally just draw your deck.
1: That's what I said. Yeah. This is, yeah.
0: This is another cool, like, Bant thing you could do, too, where, mm-hmm. like, I could even see this as a Bant food chain deck, where mm-hmm. you're kind of doing, like, you get access to the silences, you get access yeah. to all those things
1: yeah Yeah,
0: and so you mm-hmm. can just kind of do those things and you don't have the same issues other food chain uh, decks specifically in these colors run into mm-hmm. of okay what do we do once we get the food chain thing going it's mm-hmm. all just right there all you have to yeah. do is get the engine yep. moving mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's really cool because then yeah. you could just play like walking ballista or some shit like that as mm-hmm. you're yeah. You know,
1: yeah, and if you're playing yeah. black, you can just play Thoracle, right? Like, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, well, um, I mean, even if you're like not, another... you
0: could still play Thoracle, actually. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and if you want to go the band direction, you could also play Barbara White, like you were talking about earlier, and, and have all those like saga synergies. that I actually you think
0: about. uh, Barbara White might be the better, or uh, this might pair better than the fourth yeah For now, that I'm I hadn't thought about the food chain thing until you brought it mm-hmm. up. But now that you did, I'm like, oh, okay. Barbara White in the in the third doctors words, I, I'm I'm yeah. absolutely going to be brewing that. Sick. <laughs> that I've actually never been excited to brew a deck like this before, but um like specifically doing like a loam lands food chain deck just yeah, sounds yeah. rad as hell. Mm-hmm. Man, I wasn't excited about the set. I'm getting a little bit more excited about the set. The yeah, more we yeah. don't talk about it. Um, the next commander.
1: You have a podcast co-host. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the next commander on this list is the fugitive doctor. We talked about this a little bit earlier. She is a four, four time Lord doctor that costs three generic, a red and a green. And when it enters the battlefield, you investigate. Whenever mm-hmm. the fugitive doctor attacks it, you may sacrifice a clue. When you do a target instant or sorcery card in your graveyard, gains flashback to generic red green for mm-hmm. the cost until end of turn. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit you can do. with that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this one I think is like one of the most flexible. Um, yeah. I like it a lot in Jund. I was uh, just about to say that. Yeah. Because uh, one minute go to combat uh in response to uh declaring attacks uh i'm gonna into my peer into the abyss <laughs> mm-hmm. and then play it for uh two in red green seems pretty yeah. good um there is also you know any number of uh or sorceries that are just kind of like insanely cost like that um the uh, team ensure the is- infinite yeah well okay so this is what i was gonna talk about the team version gets the dockside combos right because right. this is the dockside outlet right. uh the team version also yeah as you said gets <laughs> fucking enter the infinite <laughs> for four mana <laughs> <laughs> which i think is sick um it also then kind of becomes like this weird narset right where it's like mm-hmm. it's not as uh not as good as narset because it doesn't have hexproof or anything like that but right. like you also just have a bunch of like crazy teamer spells that like you don't have in tomb but like you have a higher redundancy of spells that are just like oh well that's stupid why is that doing it you know what i mean right um also like you can get last march of the ends as well because that card is uncounterable and like that for four mana is kind of dumb mm-hmm. um, yeah like there's a lot of very very silly <laughs> i will say uh, in if in i were
0: i if i were yeah, to I um do this in teamer yeah. this actually may be where the companion is canine because i think having mm. that uh ward one that ward one would mm. go okay. a
1: long way yeah so you either play stifle buddy or 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 yeah this yeah. one as well um there's also a world where you also play the other investigate commander so that you can get multiple clues right Martha um, yeah, that, yeah that's Martha. thing Just that's really game.
0: neat that like all of the companions have like really this is something I appreciate about this set that I haven't really seen in other sets. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is the good like partners. Right. Yeah. Always. You can like file it down to like a handful mm-hmm. of them. And yeah. it's just like, okay, you put this one with this one and this one with this one and yeah, this yeah. one with this one. Whereas with this, it's like, there's just an assortment and they mm-hmm. all feel like they, uh, add to time, the yeah. strategy meaningfully.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I completely agree that's just like very unique, something that mm-hmm. we haven't had because yeah, I think yeah. about like Malcolm Timna is mm-hmm. it's like always with that what are you putting with Timna thing? is right, it's right. just kind of like which value engine basically mm-hmm. are you putting next mm-hmm. to this value engine, yeah, um whereas with this, it's which synergy pieces are you putting together, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and I like that about the, that. Once again, that this design, I think, is just clever. I really yeah. enjoy it.
0: Uh, the next card on our list is the Master Multiplied. It is a 4-3 Time Lord Rogue that costs four generic, a black, and a red, and has myriad. Uh, the legend rule doesn't apply to creature tokens you control, and mm-hmm. triggered abilities you control can't cause you to sacrifice or exile creature tokens you control. This is another one. That uh, Ian was like, "Listen, I'm a butt fart. I uh, my name's Doctor Butt Fart Sixty uh, Nine. I got to get yeah. this one on here, Cal. Yeah, and uh, I know you put all these like really meaningful includes <laughs> of like, uh, you know, new removal spells and stuff like that. But uh-huh. I I got to yeah. talk about the fucking master multiplied right the fuck okay. now. Um, <laughs> it's Najila.
1: <laughs> it is Najila." this card's awesome okay it's like it is the only Rakdos card so okay so there's like six stuff you can do with this card and like twin flame and shit like that right um so that part's like cute right but on its face right this is just a win con in the command zone in Rakdos that has never existed before and I think that's
0: this Najila card
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, the, the new game is the is this the new Najila? <laughs> yeah is this the new Najila? is this Najila, but in less colors uh yeah because i think oh what's the um, there's the hell kite that makes this card a lot better too you know what i'm talking about uh um tyrannical hell kite no 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 it's um you're
0: asking me yeah. to know too much information off the top of my head uh <laughs> I'm, I'm Googling it now.
1: Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hellkite Courser, that's right? right? Okay. Because uh, what that does is it allows you to, um, it says the exact text here. Uh, when when ETBs, you can put your commander from the command zone onto the battlefield and it gets haste uh return it to the command zone at the beginning of the next end step right yeah yeah. yeah. so this is like i think the cleanest like i know it's six mana dragon but still this is the cleanest uh, i think this is also a stack deck to be clear um yeah i i, I think this is like a stack deck with like dual caster twin flame combos and stuff like that um but like the idea that you can inevitably just get to the master and win the game is like so sick to me uh but like you play the courser right mm-hmm. the master comes down you attack. It has myriad, right? And so the reason I'm calling this an for for the audience is because uh, its static ability prevents the copies of it being exiled to the myriad ability, right? Um, so it comes down. You attack, and then there are suddenly there's a master attacking each and every person, right? Because once it says legend rule doesn't apply, right? And the it has the restriction that the triggers don't work, and then you're thinking like, oh, but the original goes back to the command zone. Yes, yes, it does, but. <laughs> the tokens have the same line of text saying that they can't be exiled so it's not like Mm -hmm. you can just kill your commander and the rest of them go away they all stay and then then next turn right you go to combat and you swing with three of them and suddenly now there are three attacking every player yeah right and as you can see by like the the i think by the third time you go to combat you win the game i'm pretty sure
0: yeah i think that's the turn one turn two turn
1: three because that's nine Four threes attacking mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Which usually is, I mean 36 damage is 36 damage. <laughs> um <clears throat> so you know, I think you you can easily also play like extra combat effects. Uh there's stuff where like you can play like Aggravated Assault and like Grim Hireling, um, and just like go infinite like that. Uh although the new masters don't have haste, but hopefully you should have enough masters that you go to combat and it works anyways there's a lot of like really cute synergy extra combat stuff uh and then like every every card that you have that like triggers off combat stuff like just gets insane right like once again mm-hmm. the grim hireling things like insane right uh you know every time a creature like trigger does something like that it it gets crazy i, I just think this card's super freaking sick uh <laughs> and it's one of those cards that's like okay do i have all the answers for exactly why it's broken no do I think it's cracked? Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Like, it's sick. I don't know. This is one of those cards that I'm like, the you know maybe at the end of the day, this is not the most competitive card in the entire world. Uh, would I like to build a deck around it? Oh yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah. You, know? you know,
0: now that you're like the Cedh World Champion or whatever, you need That's, to go back yeah. to your roots and play Belby.
1: I can try Belby again. You know, I think you need to go back to your
0: roots. You need to go back to what made you who you are. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's the the real CEDH that we want. We need to be playing in this world is I need to go back to my Belby days. (laughs) (laughs) This is what the community has been missing. Yes. Every person's like, yes, Ian, play a bad deck, play a bad deck.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Somehow still makes top four. Listen, uh, you know. let's let's go to the let's get out of the commanders let's look at the uh, yeah. cards i put on the list um <laughs> and uh the first card here uh in the non-legendary creature section is flesh duplicant it costs two blue mana is a zero zero shapeshifter rebel and hat says you may have flesh duplicate enter the battlefield as a copy of any rebel. creature on the battlefield Except it has vanishing three. If that creature does not have vanishing, so I, I genuinely keep
1: forgetting it's rebel. That's really funny to me. They what? That it's a rebel.
0: Yes. Um. My other favorite part about this is the fact that it's like phantasmal image without the downside.
1: Yeah, this card's cracked.
0: Like it's. I I actually am curious of your thoughts of
1: if this is just maybe straight up better than uh phantasmal image. I think a significant portion of the time I would feel confident in saying that. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, it is really, really good. I think it provides, you know, everything you want from a clone mm-hmm. a- and more, you know? Um, right. I think it's, it's just the efficiency. It's the fact that it doesn't just die to a single bowmaster's trigger, you know, yeah. like uh, that's like a really big thing. I think, you know that that part is sort of not really talked about a lot about fimage nowadays and and actually it's it's genuinely why a lot of people um like for example if you looked at the top four of the crimson lion tournament right uh all three of us playing blue farm were not playing fimage all three of us were playing Phyrexian right yeah. for me particularly it like had extra combo potential with um with the display script and stuff right right um but in general like it's just uh it, the ability for your thing to just be pinged off sucks real bad right right um, and I think, you know, this, this blue, blue clone, anything and like, Oh no, vanishing three. It's like, have you like CDH, uh, three turns is infinite turns. Like <laughs> three three turns is like an eternity. Yeah. Honestly. Like it, the, the game changes so much in three turns. I think most matches last about six, turns I would say like m- good, good grindy games. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. six, seven, maybe eight turns. Uh, and because of that, I think it just, uh, yeah, it, it's a card that's going to last a long time. The only downside is the blue blue cost. And I think it's a very real cost. Right. Um, But I I think the upsides far outweigh the, oh no, it costs blue blue.
0: You know? I, I, I tend to like this card a lot um, because of the fact uh, it specifically does things like, like outside of Kenrith, Mm -hmm. you're able to just do your uh, meal combos mm-hmm. you're able to do all of that stuff with yeah. a copy and i think a mm-hmm. copy that is cheaper than Phyrexian metamorph is a real factual like benefit um yeah. where it can make some of that math even if it's one mana less uh mm-hmm. can make some of that math a lot easier uh yeah. so i think that this is definitely going to see play is definitely mm-hmm. a it feels like a side grade almost you know sure. what i mean it doesn't feel like it's a strict upgrade but it's yeah, also yeah. like
1: i think there are going to be conversations about like is metamorph better in this situation is this one better in other situations but right. i think it, in general it's just like Fimage got a lot worse in the format by this card being printed yeah
0: um i mean and image had already taken a lot of hits from bow masters <laughs> yeah and then i i think this might be the card that makes a lot of people move away if, that are that are not kenrith decks move away from mm-hmm. them right um, right also uh, the 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 rare moldrotha deck will move away from uh, actually yeah. no this doesn't even stop the moldrotha because it, it you would still cite si- it it works exactly the same uh never mind mm-hmm. so uh <laughs> yeah uh rip fimage 23rd 20 2023 was a was a good time the uh, next card on the list is a card I don't know that we'll see play, but I think it's an interesting design and I wanted to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and that's the Flood of Mars. It is a <laughs> 3-3 alien zombie horror creature that costs two generic and two blue. And it has Island Walk. And whenever the Flood of Mars attacks, put a flood counter on another target creature or land. If it's a creature, it becomes a copy of the Flood of Mars. If it's a land, it becomes an island in addition to its other types. So part of why I wanted to particularly uh, bring this up is because I think this is really interesting in the like stacksier decks of the format that mm-hmm. uh, specifically are trying to do the like, humility-esque things uh, because what this does is effectively that where you can nullify a lot of people's cards in uh, commanders with this, and then it c- creates a cascading effect, right? Because when you make one, you're making a copy of this one. And then when that one attacks, it makes another one. And then everybody's just kind of dealing with all of these permanents, and mm. they're kind of encouraged to do that. And so it can create a cascading effect where, like, uh, you can kind of nullify a lot of things on the board. Don't like somebody's dog's
1: yeah, well, the problem is, like, okay, so if you if you play the Flood and you attack with the Flood, right, mm-hmm. and you give a bunch of people the Flood, mm-hmm. then, yes, sometimes it will control threats on the board, but, like, what stops all of them being, like, hey, Cal just flooded my commander, let's all start flooding Cal's lands, you know right. what I mean? Well, and that's the thing,
0: is is your your commander, or, like, you might die from it, but even then, like, you you can... They stay around, so it leaves an impact on the game, which is what's hilarious, right? Um, so, like again, I'm not saying that I think it's playable or that you should yeah. play it. I think yeah. it's an interesting design that has yeah. like some interesting, like, yeah, uh,
1: what is it like uses? I like it specifically with Tavesh because yeah. you the first flood, I think you you attack, make one of your thralls a flood,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then. <laughs> Then you're doing two flood attacks and then like if you want to keep making tokens, you can like really get out of hand and be like, all right, now I'm going to make two more tokens, double flood and then you're quad flooding. And then, yeah, I guess it's like it's very cute. I don't know if it's going to like work, work, but like it's really funny.
0: Yeah, like I mean, and that's the thing where I, I'm like, I don't know that it is a very like a super good uh. Yeah idea but it's one of the cards that I saw and I was like this is an interesting design and I think this is like an interesting way of like because what it will do is warp the game around itself right Right, because once you land it in attack the game is now about the flood it's no longer about anything else other than flooded creatures huh so that's that's what I like about it Um, yeah I, I,
1: huh. I see that
0: I'm slowly winning you over to this idea. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a little crazy. It's a little silly. Well, and that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's like
0: when I when I introduced it, I'm like, this isn't going to see play. It's absolutely mm-hmm. like it, it, if this was one mana less, I think you could make a really good yeah. argument for it. But at four mana and it doesn't have haste, like it, it takes all turn cycle. Like there are real yeah. reasons why this is going to be like not in include in every deck and why this is like right. definitely a you build a very specific deck around it um but i think it's mm-hmm. interesting from the fact that like once you land it and attack the game is now about that
1: yes for sure and
0: huh. I, th- I just i think that's like an interesting way to completely change the dynamic of the game
1: yeah huh yeah that's I'm gonna think about that for a little bit yeah it's like I don't know it's probably not there but like yeah it's fun (laughs) yeah
0: it's and it's a very at the very least I think like you know if you were like I think it's interesting to us specifically also because it like creates for very like Mm -hmm. um interesting gameplay decision trees that you have to go down
1: Right, right and so
0: like I think for us where we play a lot of games and like yeah. Games can get kind of samey after a while. The yeah. prospect of a game getting like I warped think that's around exactly something.
1: It, is that, like, yeah, it's, it definitely it changes the way you play CEDH for right. sure. And I don't know that that's a good thing in this circumstance, right, from a competitive standpoint, but it definitely right. is, it's fascinating. Yeah. Right. Like, that's kind of the idea.
0: And, and that's why I wanted to bring it up because I was like, there's, like I said, I don't know that it's good, but I think it's yeah. interesting. And yeah. I, I love interesting um for sure uh next card on this list is uh honestly a pretty good card uh i'm very excited about this it's cyber conversion it's an instant that costs two blue Mm -hmm. and says turn target creature face down it's a 2-2 cyberman artifact creature this Mm -hmm. says hey you see that really annoying hate bear that uh you really need to get rid of Mm -hmm. hey it's a 2-2 now
1: Why is this better than Resculpt?
0: So, Resculpt giving somebody a four four
2: mm-hmm.
0: that has it has evasion, if I'm correct.
2: No, just four four.
0: It's just four four. I I mean, mm. I think it's right there, right there in the pudding. It's a two two versus four mm. um, four. Granted, you can't hit uh, artifacts, artifacts, which is mm-hmm. you know a real thing. But yeah, yeah. I do think in low-color blue decks, having yeah. access to something that can deal with problematic creatures is yeah. very good. And something that can specifically deal with them in a way that makes them hard to come back is very interesting.
2: hmm Okay.
0: So...
1: Like, I've heard a lot of people excited about this, and that's the, my first thought. It keeps being that. Like, I, I would think I would just rather have a resculpt 99% of the well, time.
0: think about this, right? It's specifically good with commanders because yeah. resculpt, you resculpt a commander. Okay, now you have a 4 4 and that commander out. Right. This, right. the commander is still on the battlefield, but it's a 2 mm-hmm. 2 and has no abilities. So, yeah. like, that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, really- I mean, it's, it's an SSB Darkstorm mutation, right? Yeah. So for commander specifically, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so I think that's really where the value in it lies. Okay. Um, the next card is a card that I think is very good. It's called Don't Blink. It costs a generic and a blue. It's an instant that says until end of turn. If one or more creatures would enter the battlefield from exile or after being cast from exile, their owners shuffle them into their libraries instead. And it also has cycling for two generic. This is a new addition to the containment priest family of cards, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a very welcome addition. I I like that we're getting more of this effect, especially in commander. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know why, but this like when I see this card, I not like the song. It's like "Don't speak," but it's just "Don't blink." i <laughs> know and i don't know why that is just in okay. my head with this card
0: when <laughs> it's the same thing with like dig through time or anytime i see dig yeah. through time i sing you know if i could turn back time but it's if i could dig through time
1: dig through time yeah if pretty i good. could
0: dig through time so um yep but yeah okay. don't blink new containment priest good stuff the good card Add this. Add this to your rotation of containment priest effects.
1: I, I will say because I know, <coughs> um, hallow. Um, no, um, hallowed moonlight. The other one, the white one, hallowed moonlight. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, that cantrips, I guess, right? It does cantrip. Hmm.
0: I mean, sure. I think
1: the, there. I,
0: I made a post about this before, mm-hmm. where yeah. I think there is a realistic, like there is a number of a assortment of. Like, if you're Mm -hmm. playing, like, Tivit, right, and you're trying to shut down the Kinnons and those things, right? There is a number of, because you have Miscolor, Don't Blink, uh, Hollowed Moonlight, and Containment Priest, that you can all deal with that in some regard. And Mm -hmm. there is a number that is the correct amount of those four to play. Um, And it's somewhere between, like, two and four. So (laughs) The
1: answer is, as long as you're still playing Digger's Gauge, you're doing... Better than most, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so that's one of the things I do like about Don't Blink over something like Hollywood Moonlight is I do think in a deck like Tivit, it has a little bit more utility because of mm-hmm. the fact that not only does like you can it draws on its own without needing to do a thing. You you don't need to cast it to get the draw, um, but also the fact that it pitches to forces I think is a huge advantage in a yeah. control deck. So I, mm-hmm. I, I think I like this over Hollowed Moonlight in that shell specifically. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: So. Uh, yeah,
1: of course is good, turns out. <laughs>
0: seems that will get a lot of cards into a lot of decks. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, Surge of Brilliance. It is a instant that costs a generic and a blue that has Foretell that is a generic and a blue. And mm-hmm. What It does draw a card for each spell you've cast this turn from anywhere other than your hand. So, mm-hmm. uh, this card you requested, and I wasn't, I wanted to talk about it originally, but I didn't put it on because I was like, oh, that's too cute. Um, yeah. and so when you requested it, I was like, okay, cool, we could talk about this cute card because, yeah, yeah. It, it is kind of win more, right? Like, mm,
1: here's why I like it. Okay. Um, I think in general people see this and they go breach right hmm with underworld breach it's very win more I mm-hmm. think um, where I like it is some atypical decks uh, so specifically I think it's actually really I really like it in Esper um, mm-hmm. because what happens a lot of the time is breach is just so much more incomparably better uh, than yagmas well like just yes. this period. in in the current meta and i like the idea that like post nas this kind of becomes like really if you you gotta really squint at it right but like this kind of becomes your breach brain freeze right Mm -hmm. like i don't think they're like please don't directly compare the two right but the whole point is you don't have access to breach so you don't need to directly compare the two right Mm -hmm. and the idea Mm -hmm. being like you can be like okay uh you know pedal dark ritual uh whatever you know ritual 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 dramatic reversal blah blah blah, blah blah um and then do the same thing from your graveyard make a bunch of mana and then be like okay cool now surge of brilliance draw six mm-hmm. i think that's like a thing um yeah and then if you like yeah there's I, I don't know i just think it's it's interesting um it does also like there is a world where it kind of acts like your brain freeze if you want like a second version of that effect right because if you like cast led a couple times out of there use it to draw six then this goes in your graveyard, right? So you can play the LED, draw a bunch of cards, like crack the LED, pitch all the cards that you just drew off of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's like almost a world where this is a a brain freeze-esque effect. It it definitely like is different, right? Yeah. It is netting you uh less cards. But I it's think it's
0: adding redundancy, I think, is which, it's adding redundancy. which is the important. Yeah, point. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I,
1: and then there's also commanders like Elsha specifically. I really like this card where you're just like. Okay, let me cast a bunch of cards off the top of my library. Fuck! I finally hit a land. All right, so uh, one in blue, draw seven. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, um, and like that's a, that's one of those decks that like you can storm off at instant speed off the top of your library, right? right? And like this card becomes very attractive in a deck like that.
0: Something I really like with this card, and it's a thing <laughs> that like I have been, uh, and I've I've talked about this with you a little bit, and I don't remember. I think I talked mm-hmm. about this on the last podcast. Yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, this idea of like traditional storm right mm-hmm. of playing exactly. the like we're playing the yeah, rituals yeah. and the past and flames and the, all that good old school mm-hmm. bullshit mm-hmm. and i i think in a deck like that it like even with breach is it's still yeah. just very interesting and compelling mm-hmm. and can be a way to just help you chain things together yeah
1: um I also think this is like a card that like makes a Ruth slightly more viable as well. Yeah. Like that's yeah. Think about how insane that this card is in that deck, right? Oh, like you play things out of exiled, right. Or like even, even just three or four, right. Mm-hmm. Suddenly you're like, okay, for one in a blue, I'm now going to draw eight with a Ruth, right. Like, right. and then do it again sometime probably. Right. <laughs> uh, that's so that, like that part's pretty freaking sick, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's, it's very, very, very good. Um, mm-hmm. I am it's one of the things that i it, again it really needs to be in the right shell but again yeah. like it, it's something that it's like it, it it's funny the more we get these things and the more i'm around them the more i want to play these like stormy type decks yeah. that aren't just nos decks you know what i mean like i would kind of want to yeah. play these like all right you gotta the the the, the spell version of Sisse right the spelly right. purple decks and I, mm-hmm. I it's nice that there is a new addition to the um like there the, the is
2: thing.
0: a <laughs> here is yeah. a good front of the box guide mm-hmm. to help figure out the puzzle, right yeah, agreed uh, agreed speaking of front of the box guides to solve mm-hmm. the puzzle uh this is our last card on the list. Mm-hmm. it is decaying time how did,
1: no sorry, just to be clear, how did that relate to what you just said? Uh, well, well, let me read the card and explain it to you. Okay, 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 okay. okay.
0: Decaying time loop is an instant that costs three generic and a red. Yeah. That uh, says discard all the cards in your hand, then draw that many cards. It also has retrace. This is a instant speed wheel, which is really good.
1: Mm-hmm. But you're
0: it, it's again like wheels tend to be in those puzzle store like the stormy puzzle. Oh, oh okay. It yeah, tends yeah, yeah. to be the front of the box here's a solution or a hint mm-hmm. at how to solve the puzzle uh sort mm-hmm. of thing uh which is kind of a bad analogy but i'm sticking with it um <laughs> but but okay. yeah it's decaying time loop uh the fact that this has retrace is fucking stupid the fact um, that this has
1: retrace is fucking stupid it's so <laughs> dumb <laughs> like it's Actually, absolutely, what makes this card playable? It's insane. It's like, okay, cool. I played a couple cards. They they didn't really do it for me. All right, let me just wheel my hand again. It's like, okay, yeah, uh, yeah, and like, yeah. Oh, you're getting less cards, and you use four mana for it. Sh- Sure, that's not like at the point where this card is relevant. That does not freak. And better.
0: think about this, like host <laughs> post naws, right? Because <laughs> like yeah. post naws, it's just like even better. So it could mm-hmm. let's let's say you're post Nas, you play all your rocks out of it, and then you but you didn't hit your breach and you didn't hit a tutor, which you know, what are mm-hmm. the odds? But let's say it happened. Sure. And sure, you, sure. You you cast this discarding yeah. one of the 17 lands you drew that you can't do mm-hmm. anything with. And mm-hmm. now you have, oh hey, there's the win. And so yep. this is just this is a nice, and it gets so many more cards than Wheel of Fortune or Wheel of Misfortune mm-hmm. or any of that bullshit. In, in that scenario, yeah. Yeah, sure. in that scenario. But uh, it, its floor is a lot lower. Its ceiling is ridiculous. Yeah, um,
1: I like it a lot in a proactive deck. I think yeah. a manual storm deck is another great place for mm-hmm. it, right? Like, uh turns out, I don't know if you you know this, but the color that it's in red, um, <laughs> there's there's a card that cares about the graveyard quite a lot that I'm not sure if you've heard of it, Galleon. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called uh, Underworld Breach. <laughs> and, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the idea is that like this Breach card, it cares about things in the graveyard. So okay. if you put more things in the graveyard, it makes it makes the Breach card, the one we were just talking about, um, yeah. a little better.
0: Yeah. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's a really novel thing. I think more people should play that card.
1: <laughs> Did I lay that on just thick enough? I, yeah. I was really trying.
0: <laughs> you know what's fucking wild is I remember uh, when Breach was yeah. spoiled. And yeah. I remember me and Cobblepot Specifically, de- like talking about that card and being like, because I I remember like like tweeting about it. Of mm-hmm. this card is better than Yawgmoth's will, and yeah, yeah, everybody on Twitter is just like, you're crazy. And then, <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, yeah, uh, what was it? Cobblepot was like, no, this is better than Yawgmoth's will, guys. Seriously, and people are like, you're crazy, and then. You know, three years later, uh, yeah. how many people play Agamswell? Uh, yeah,
1: exactly. Like two,
0: <laughs> and even then, they're almost off it, right? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, decaying time loop, nice addition to the family of uh, mm-hmm. uh, wheels, but uh, uh, an expensive wheel that can, uh, like justify its casting costs i feel like uh <laughs> yeah yeah
1: like i think it, uh, it, I think, it, it, like, it does something pretty unique right and like uh don't get me wrong like i think we're you know it's very safe to say you and i are very aware of the downside of like oh yeah but then you have one less card every time because you cast the thing for sure. me like like right. yes it is that is that is real this does exist i I am here verbally recognizing this on camera <laughs> card is still really good so um, card is still very good yeah it, it's
0: I'm not saying cut Wheel of Fortune. I'm not saying cut Windfall. I'm mm-hmm. just saying stop playing fucking Wheel of Misfortune. You don't need to. Yeah. We have the technology.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also, like, for for those, um, you know, uh, trying to play CEDH in uh, not proxy-friendly spaces. And, very good. Um, who, who would like to have a Time Twister-like effect and not actually have Time Twister? Or
0: think a Wheel of Fortune effect, right? Like. Yeah, yeah,
1: either either way, right? Like a, a a wheel effect that is necessary. It's it definitely does not do the same thing, but it does work, right? Yeah,
0: yeah it absolutely does. So mm-hmm. it is uh really exciting. I that's another episode I feel like we should do is is talking about uh how do you build your decks when uh how do you make adjustments for when you can't
1: use proxy for proxy yeah. yeah.
0: Because uh that's a thing that I feel like I do a lot. <laughs> so
1: yeah i feel like it's a case by case basis which makes it like a tough generalized topic yeah. to do right But there's like,
0: some like general uh you know like some general pieces to that of like okay. you know some cards that i tend to lean towards and this would be mm-hmm. on that instead of like you know i don't have a wheel of fortune well i've got decaying time loop and that definitely yeah yeah does some amount of help you know?
1: <laughs> it does a so, comparable thing on a technical level yeah
0: so, but, uh, overall, what were your thoughts on the set?
1: Um, you know, I definitely think I was, I was more positive than you were about the set in general. You were, um, I, I think it's, it's quite clever. I think it's it like the the design for the set is really interesting. I think there's a lot of choices that were made that were very good ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there was a lot of really unique card designs. I think the, <clears throat> you know, a lot of people were bitching about all the stuff that's like the legend rule doesn't matter. And I'm like, First of all, it's, it's a sci-fi time travel set. Right. Like, yeah. in the sci-fi set probably making clones of people is probably going to be a theme. Right. And like, yeah, I, like, I don't know, just the stuff like that always like. Also really have you watched the, the way, show, like, right? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. Also have you watched Doctor Who? Um, but, like, you know, I think there's a lot of interesting design spaces. Like, some of the designs are so clever. Like, the 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 MasterCard we were talking about earlier. Is just
0: I mean, like, honestly, I think, like, River Song is maybe, like, the prototype yeah. for this is really well-designed and interesting. Yeah. Because yes. it, it just, like, you can... It, like, creates a whole new genre around itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it's, like, I like the idea that, like, the weird cards are in the sci-fi set because they're like, that's just good design, right? Like it it is a good design to be like, Oh yeah, it's, it's right. The weird cards should be here because it's supposed to be like, Whoa, we're traveling through time. We're, we're bending reality, right? Like those things are all supposed to be a part of it. Right. And it's a good thematic choice. Um, I I like, I don't know. I'm just, I have nothing but like really good stuff to say about the set. I think for CEDH, it's it's going to be one of those sets that we, like someone's going to be doing the friends for everything where like, you know, there's still mm-hmm. people who bring friends forever decks to tournaments nowadays and like play them. Right. There's still people who uh, are going to be making doctor companion mm-hmm. combinations for years to come. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be I think,
0: making a third doctor and Barbara deck yeah. tomorrow.
1: Uh- <laughs> yeah, for, sure, for sure. Yeah, no, I got very excited to talk about the third doctor mm-hmm. as well. I think that one's pretty sick. Um, I'm, And like, there's a bunch of these decks. Uh, in the same way that like you saw us misread the 12th doctor earlier right, right? i think people are going to misread things in the opposite direction and be like oh this card's so limited oh wait a minute well, i mean that's what i did <laughs> right? with the
0: third doctors originally i read yeah. it and i was like oh that's fine and then yeah. you were like no it's a food chain outlet and i was like oh it's a food chain outlet and i was like okay mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know when you're in uh you know a color with like white where you can protect yeah. it i'm super into it uh yeah so yeah. Yeah, no, I I, so I, I think my opinion on this set is very similar to my opinion about the Lord of the Rings set with the caveat that uh, the, the major differences is, is we don't have a card in this. That is this is going to make our format miserable, right? Yeah, there, there so. isn't but, a yeah. specific. There's you know, no bow masters. Yeah. There's no <laughs> bow masters in this. Uh, But one of the things that I really, really like about universes beyond across the board, uh, whether Mm -hmm. it's in a secret layer, whether it's in these types of sets, is it is these this is where designers get to flex. And I Mm -hmm. fucking love it is because Mm -hmm. this is where designers get to show you how good they are, because top down design is when designers Mm -hmm. really shine. Uh, yeah. You know, bottom up it. sets where it's like, okay, these are mechanics and blah blah blah, and we're all fitting this around yeah. it. Like, yep. those are all good. And those are really great. Yeah. But like, think about like New Kamigawa where it was top mm-hmm.
1: down. Think
0: about Theros yeah, think. where it was
1: top down.
0: Those mm-hmm. are the really good memorable
1: sets, and yeah, that's why I what I love about this. It's distinct. It has it has a it has a thing that makes it unique, makes it its own. Yeah, right? and I think that's and I, I I like honestly, Lord of the Rings set, they killed it. The yeah, Warhammer deck killed it uh you know are are they making the most broken cedh staples every single set no i don't want them to yeah (laughs) right are they making some cedh playable commanders that like have some unique play patterns are they making some interesting interaction pieces yeah that's the shit that we want right like that's exactly that is the stuff that we're going to get excited about right and um i think you know people who are like clamoring to like have the format broken every set or just asking for a different type of, uh, of game than I think a lot of ZDH players are looking for you know yeah
0: I, I also just think that people who think that the format is boring need to play just just change the colors you're playing a little bit and then yeah, you'll, yeah. Just play a different deck for a hot minute yeah, yeah like it's sure. it's you know I'm I did that for a really long time right like or I was playing Jeskai for yep. a really long time and then I was like this mm-hmm. is boring and now I'm playing yeah, you yeah. know a different deck, and, and so it's yeah. just like,
1: and also like this set gave us a few like kind of cute manual storm options, which yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I yeah. really like so, that
0: like, manual storm is getting more love.
1: It feels yeah, like- I do too because it's 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 playing at a deficit, right? Like yeah. it is really really behind, unfortunately, with the current meta game. So yeah. I just want uh, to be able is. to
0: play Manamorphos in a storm deck again. That's really yeah, all yeah. I'm living for. Uh Yeah. Let's just build the address we'll have fun let's do it let's fucking do it god damn it I'm, I'm brew it right after the third doctor uh so with that being said uh ian you're about to go off to new york comic-con right now but uh after that uh what else are you doing
1: yeah so the week after that is the the mox masters invitational uh you know i'm gonna go try and go three for three for tournaments this month yeah <laughs> Uh it's it's you know been a year in the making. It's a tournament I'm very excited about. I have no idea what I'm playing and it stresses me out a little bit. Uh, you know, I would love to be able to be like, hey, uh three tournaments, three weeks, new deck every time. Um, I might do that. I might play a deck I played before, you but should play
0: but Chrome.
1: No. You'd have to actually give me money, and I don't think you have the money that you would need to give me <laughs> to play that deck in that tournament. See, but if you
0: really <laughs> want to be the goat. Mm -hmm. you really want to be the goat you got a cleveland cavaliers this bitch you gotta you gotta walk up there and have jack shit and beat the fucking warriors man you (laughs) gotta
1: there so i'm I'm the kind of person who you can be like uh you know do it you won't but like about something i actually get excited about right the the no balls argument does not work on me
0: (laughs) 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 no 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 i totally get it um yeah so uh i i'm also i believe going to be at mox masters and uh so we're gonna be doing that and then uh Mm -hmm. after that there's a top deck thing down Mm in atlanta uh mikey's been in my ear trying to get me to go to that so we're gonna try um Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so Uh, where can people find you they want coaching from the uh, from the twisty fisty
1: that's my name (laughs) yeah if you would like Ian twisty fisty flanners oh god Uh, yeah if you'd like to uh, receive coaching from the two time time twister champion uh, (laughs) you can head over to youtube.com slash comedian mtg check out all my content there Uh, that is not here on the mindspelters uh, you can also in the description of my videos, find all the places where you can contact me, but you can also check out, uh, <laughs> community at, mpg at gmail.com. You can hit me up on Twitter or discord, any of those places. You can even tag me in the mind discord. If that you're, if you're really desperate and I'll message you on discord. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, find me in any of those places and, uh, CDH coaching has been dope lately. Gameplay has been awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know i i think at this point uh yeah, i've done enough winning in in this uh in this format where people can be like yeah it makes sense i would learn from this person so yeah. come uh come come hear more
0: i just the, the reason i was laughing just then is i, I realized yeah. that twisty fisties
1: sounds like a, a, a sex position you such. just put that together yeah <laughs> it came out of alan's mouth and your immediate mouth like well not, he said like, double
0: yeah. double fisty twisties and yeah. I was just like, oh, you're double fisting. And when I said uh, twisty, well, when no. I said twisty fisty
1: was. Yeah, uh, was together. yeah that's when you're I like, like wait, wait a minute. This was dirty. <laughs> wait a minute. This was a sex joke the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my You've done a calendar, I'm really proud of you. <laughs>